Photo Spot Show. What's up, everybody? We are back. That is right. We are back two round. No, what is it? Two rounds in of outdoor nationals, and it's been a crazy ride. Um, I apologize for not talking too much about outdoors, but there's other podcasts that do that, so we'll let them do their thing. This is more of a uh, industry behind the scenes insight style podcast, but it's been a lot of fun. We will talk a little bit about outdoors today, since the guy I have on is in charge of taking care of some athletes that have been on the podium at both rounds. Um, so this this is a fun episode. I'm excited. This is going to be episode 26, brought to you by Spot Network. If you haven't checked those guys out, please do so. Spot Network TV. Check them out on the app. Also, check them out on Instagram, at Spot Network. Also, a huge shout-out to Motion Pro, Works Connection, Bell Ray, and Scott Goggles. Those guys have been amazing. Um, we've done some fun give- giveaways with those guys, and we have some cool stuff down the pipeline to work with them. We will also have some stuff coming up from Outdoors, I'm hoping, some cool giveaways to get come up. And then Scott's actually going to launch their 2021 line here soon in probably August. So be on the lookout for that. But with further ado, I want to introduce our guest. He's been in the industry for a long time. He's done stuff with Cycle Trader. He's done stuff uh, over in Europe. He's worked with amazing athletes, and now he is the main guy, one of the big honchos over there at Fox Raceway, Global MX Director, Austin Hoover. What's up, man? How are you? What's up, man? You got me all fired up with the Metallica. I didn't know that was your intro song, so I'm out here like air drumming that's <laughs> awesome it's like i've had a couple guests on that's the first thing they say they're like dude your song it just gets me going i'm like i heard yeah. it and i was like i have to make that my intro because i had main event before and now they're my okay. closing but for intro like that that beginning little like bar is just so toxic you can't go wrong you can't go yeah. wrong with a little that's for sure but yeah man stoked to stoked to join thanks for having me on and uh just for the record, it's uh, it's I, I do more than just Fox Raceway. I'm I'm at Fox Racing. So. <laughs> oh, that's right. Did I say Racewear? <laughs> Raceway. <laughs> that's right. I don't know why I said Raceway. I thought it said Racing. I'm you know, s- I'm I'm gonna say though. I'm glad that you brought that up because I am the you know the leader in trying to get people to stop saying the word Paula when they refer to Fox Raceway. So oh, we can okay. we can talk about that first. <laughs> so there is there is some like democracy about that. Oh yeah, absolutely. I'm like, I'm the most annoying person ever. Like I, I love to correct people when they say Paula. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's like something we've been doing since the start. And it's like, man, it takes so long that you like change a name or like to brand something, you know? So it's just yeah. like, we're part of that. We just tell everybody, ah, <laughs> yeah, it's funny how like, like that corresponds to other things like, you know, down in NorCal, there's like Sonoma and Infineon and Sears Point. Mm-hmm. It's had like three different names or like Hangtown, Prairie City. Like everybody's right. got like what they, like what they feel it is because they grew up during those times <laughs> or those eras. But for you guys, it's totally. pretty much Fox Raceway because you guys, I don't know if you write them a check or not, but that's what the sign says yeah. when you pull in. So. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're the we're the title sponsor down there. We have an awesome partnership with the tribe, and um, yeah, it was it was the brainchild. That whole thing was was um, really established by our former VP of marketing, uh, Jeff Taylor, who's okay. um, he's no longer with the brand, but he worked super hard to get that whole thing in motion. And honestly, it's one of the it's one of the best things we've ever done. It's like we've got the retail store on site. Obviously, we're hosting outdoor nationals now. Um, we have, we host the, uh, Kirk Castelli Foundation Ride Day. We've got actually something pretty exciting coming up, um, in September that I can't quite talk about yet, but, um, yeah. keep an eye out because it's a, it's a great place for us to, you know, let people come in and, you know, not only experience our brand, but experience, 
you know, our sport in, in the best way possible, you know? So we've invested a ton of money and um, we've actually invested there as far as like infrastructure goes. And we work really closely with the tribe, um, you know, to keep developing that place. And, you know, really with the goal of being the premier facility in, in SoCal, which um, I mean, there's a reason why we host the nationals now. And um, yeah, it's rad. It's, uh, we love that place. So I was, I actually got out and spun some laps last week on Friday, which I, I, uh, I saw that. Yeah, I, uh, man, I've been I've been really hot on the whole off road thing for a while now. Like we've got this crew here at Fox where we all ride, and um, everybody's super like got bit with the off road bug. Like about man, I'd say almost like in the last year and a half, two years, like our CEO's riding, and we've got this rad crew. But yeah. I got back to my roots and went out to the track last week, so yeah, it was rad. <laughs> I feel like that segment's growing not only for you guys but also also for us at Fly. Like that segment is definitely gaining traction with all these bikes coming out. You know, you have Huskies line, you have Cowie's new line, KTM. Like I feel like adventure riding is going to be almost second in the, in that segment. I feel like street street racing or street riding is kind of going to slip to the bottom, you know, sport bikes and whatnot. Yep. But that adventure segment, I feel like is really sneaking to the top. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, we've seen, we've seen like huge growth in that area uh, for our brand over the last couple of years. And especially like, with this recent boom that we're all experiencing, you know, sort of like this post COVID area era where, you know, everyone's so inspired to get outside and just explore. And, um, yeah, so the the off-road segment's massive. And I think that like, I put myself in like, even just in my own shoes, like, you know, I grew up racing, I grew up at the track and now it's like, you know, I'm, I'm in approaching my mid thirties and work a desk job. And like, I don't get to ride as much as I used to. And, I get bummed out. I go to the track and I'm like, yeah, I suck. Like I leave and I'm bummed out. And <laughs> You're it's like, like, why? <laughs> yeah. And I can, but, but yeah, like I can go ride off road and like, you know, if you're a somewhat decent, you know, motocross rider, like it's the skill translates pretty easily. Like there's a couple, like I, I really struggle with the rocks at first, but like, yeah. man, now I'm fired and like, I can totally get that feeling like I, like I get from just from riding the track now and go out and spend the day with, the homies and just like have fun and just get lost. Like it's, it's super fun. So yeah, it's, it's rad. I'm excited about that segment. And like our brand is, you know, pushing really hard into that world. So, totally. um, yeah, it's good, man. I, I dig it. Off-road guy, hashtag off-road guy. Big off-road guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's yeah. awesome. And like for you riding how, before you rode Paula Friday, like how long was it before you were on a moto track or not Paula, I'm sorry, Fox raceway before you rode Fox, like how, how long, <laughs> Were you off the bike, like motocross bike? Because I know you do woods like every weekend, or not woods, but yeah, adventure. Any weekend I can get out and ride off road, I do. Like, like I said, we have a rad crew around here, and like in addition to our like internal group, like we we ride with the Enduro Life guys a bunch, Jeremy Mall and uh, Brandon Patton and Gothic J. Like that's kind of our our little circle. Um, but honestly, dude, I I've probably been off the track for a, at least I don't know maybe three four months. I would okay. say. Okay, so yeah, quite a bit. Yeah, it's been a minute. KJ holds it down for us on the track when it comes to Fox. So dude, that I don't, guy's I don't a cheater, dude. I, screw that guy. <laughs> he cheats. I love him. Yeah, he, he shows up and he just has so much style and sees. You're like, dude, go not home. Fair. Go home. Yeah, it's not fair. <laughs> on, on Friday, so we we have a um, we had a photo shoot out here like a couple weeks ago, and we had RC like we had a Cowie at that RC road that we like 
put RC's graphics on it and like his ODI bars and PC exhaust and yada yada. So it's still the same as it was from the photo shoot a couple of weeks ago. And, and Kenny was riding that bike on Friday and I'm just, and he's like, you know, he's a little dude. Like, yeah. And I was just like, dude, what is happening? Like he would go by and I was like, wait a second. I would like double take. A little <laughs> mini time. RC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he goes and breaks yeah. the shifter off. Crazy. Game. Oh yeah. Uh, second lap. <laughs> <laughs> no we love yeah. you k-day like uh, if you haven't listened to his episode yet please guys go check it out i believe he was episode four or five i can't remember i'm sorry kenny but kenny was on he was one of our first guests so please go check out his episode it was really fun he has now moved on from another brand to fox and he's absolutely crushing it so please go uh check it out but for you like you've been through a lot you know what i mean like you, you you're you're a florida native or you were born yep. in florida i assume born and raised florida uh-huh. Yep, yep. And now you're yep, living in SoCal. Florida. So, I mean, talk talk about early life in Florida and kind of your transition yeah. from that to where you are now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I grew up, uh, I was born and raised in Orlando and um, was lucky to be, like, you know, geographically located inside of, like, a really exciting um, zone for, for moto and for our sport. So, yeah, uh, yeah my, my dad raced back in the day and... Um, yeah, he got it. Got us into it at a really early age. Both both myself and my brother. I started riding when I was five. My brother's four years younger than me, and um, so my brother like really grew up at the track. Like he learned how to say my name because he would like listen to my mom and my dad like cheering for me on the on the fence line, which is pretty cool. That is right. Um, so yeah, I, I grew up and raced. You know, from like I said, I started riding at the age of five and raced like pretty quickly after that. I like I was part of a pretty special um, generation of Floridian moto riders. Like I mean, all we're all the same age. Like Davy Millsaps and, and his sister Brianna, uh, they raced a bunch with us. Adam Barnett, Mark's son, uh, Matt Bonney, Matt Gurkey. Um, that was kind of like our our generation. Like our Saturday night, like. 50 series and we we're on pws was like gnarly like there was multiple dudes who moved on and raced supercross from that um but the funny thing is that Davy's sister used to kick all of our asses no way <laughs> yeah yeah that's she was, awesome she was super fast um at the time and i think i, I want to say brianna was like a year or two older than all of us too so maybe she had a little bit of an advantage but um yeah. but yeah grew up grew up in that community and um raced from an early age like i said it was just like a it was a family thing for us you know like right. i said my brother raced and um we were never like I, I would say like i was never you know like super gnarly per se i mean i had some good years and i, I definitely had some talent on the bike but I, I like it was more fun for me and i think like now looking back on it i would have had like a little bit of a different perspective, I guess, if I was like super serious and was like, I'm going to do this for a career. Like, I, I don't think I ever really thought about it that way. Um, it was just like what I like to do. And we we're Florida kids. So we would like, we would wakeboard all summer, you know, we okay. would like take off because it was too hot. Like, right. you know, yeah, so we were always hot as heck down there. Yeah. We BMX and we skate. Like me and my brother got really into skateboarding, like, especially when I was in like middle school and high school. And so, we kind of just did a lot of stuff. My brother was actually way better than I was. He ended up, he like got a pro card and okay. um, he never ended up doing any nationals, but he had a, he went to Loretta's a couple times and um, I was like to the point where I, I think, like I said, I saw the writing on the wall pretty early. So around like right around the time I was like going to graduate from, uh, from high school, like, you know, and that was when like, you know, Davey got his Suzuki ride and like Chisholm was like capped with team green and like, I didn't have any of that stuff going 
And I was like, I'm going to go to school instead because this isn't going to work for me. <laughs> you're like, Stu, you're like so, Stu's three three gates down and he just blew our doors off for a minute. Wayne. Exactly. Like, I'm, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, like, I grew up with all those dudes. And it's funny, like, yeah. Davey's been back at the races the last couple of weeks. Like, he's working with Carson now. And we caught up at, in Colorado. And, like, we have this – I'll have to send it to you. Like, we have this picture. We were sponsored by the local McDonald's out by Bislo. Stop it. Um, so we were, like, the McDonald's team. And it was – it was myself, Adam Barnett, Davey, his sister, and and Chris Kasavage, um, which you probably—I'm assuming you probably know Chris. He's still around too. Um, and yeah, it was—it's funny. Me and Davey were laughing, telling those old stories. So yeah, it was—it was cool, man. Like growing up in Florida was rad, and like I don't know if I've really—I've—I've I've been talking about this a little bit lately because we're working on some things with RC, but like. It's really cool for me having grown up in Florida and like looking up to RC for so long. I mean, we yeah. all did look on it. Right. But now I feel like I've really come full circle. It's like I never got to work with RC when he was racing. Like I'm working with RC now and it's like he's retired, but it's still rad. It's like, dude, like when he, he call, he'll text me and call me an idiot. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah. like that's, that's the goat. Like what the hell? It seems <laughs> so, yeah. It seems so unreal. Like when all of us were yeah. in Indy in the lobby, just like hanging out, I was like, Dude, this is kind of yeah. like a surreal moment right now, and then like, yeah, yeah. it's it's cool. I mean, it's we're cool. all fans of the sport, right? Like, but you you're at that you're at that time of your life too. Where you're like, you kind of want to keep it casual in business, or you can't go full super fan. But in your mind, you're just <laughs> thinking like, holy shit, like this is pretty insane. Like we're storytelling with like RC, and then later that I think the next night, Kenny and I are all, and everybody Knowles and all of us were under the PC tent, and it's like. Who would yep. have ever thought that we would have been in this spot just being dirt bike racers and, you know, at, at a yep. local track or whatever. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. And, I mean, obviously, like, I, I think, like, growing up in the sport and, and, like, I'm super thankful for all, like, you know, everything I learned, like, you know, from yeah. a really early age. And, like, I went to college. Yeah, like, that's a different path than a lot of people take, I think, in our sport. And, mm-hmm. um, but I'm just super thankful now that I've been able to, like, you know, look back on all that and like not only apply like formal education, but what I learned being a, a five-year-old like shitty kid in the pit, you know what I right. mean? It's like, it's, it's, it's all kind of, um, it's come full circle and yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah. So long story short, I, I'm here now. I don't know if you want to go, I can go into detail of how that happened. <laughs> well, you brought up your brother and he's like, you said you guys are both from Florida and I don't, I yep. didn't know if he was leaving in SoCal too, but I know he's helped you guys out with some video stuff. Like he, you guys dropped that Dax yep. Binnick video. Um, and he yep, was a yep. part of that. So it's like, is he living in SoCal yep. now too? No, no, he's in, okay. he's still in Florida. So okay. yeah, my parents, and my parents are still there and, my brother lives up in Jacksonville, about two hours from where we grew up in Orlando. But yeah, okay. he does like um, a bunch of video and photo work, and um, we we're actually using him. We've used him for a long time, actually. Like I think the first job he ever did for us was Loretta Lynn, maybe like 2016, I think. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we've used him like freelance for uh, you know for a while, on and off, but a lot heavier lately. Right. Um, we've got like a whole new um, creative leadership here at Fox, which um, he came. His name's Chad. He came from. Uh, he actually came from Specialized, so he's our creative director, and okay. he's rad. Like him and my brother have really connected, so Chad's wanting to use him more and more. And um, he definitely brings like a different style for sure. Like he's super heavily influenced by like skateboarding and surfing, and um, so he, he definitely brings that like different different eye for sure when it yeah. comes to moto. 
a lot of close ups and a lot of like slow mos. Not really slow mos, yeah. but just different angles. Like the bike world, totally. you can do such such rad stuff in the bike world because it's yeah, you're more close yeah. closer with the rider. I guess you'd say there's so yep, 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 exactly. So yeah, and like you know that's important to us. Like we definitely have always you know as a brand like differentiated ourselves from what everybody else is doing and. I think that like going back to the early days of even like what, what the Fox brothers were able to do with, you know, the right. terraforma series. And we refer to that all the time. It's kind of like our, our guiding light. And, and, uh, my brother is obviously, you know, growing up in the sport, he's super influenced by it as well. So, um, yeah, we're stoked. We actually have him. Um, he's going to be doing some more stuff for us throughout the summer, actually coming out to some outdoors and, um, giving, giving us a little like boost on the ground point of view. Um, you know, not only for our athletes and what's happening on the track, but what's happening at the events with the fans and yeah. all that stuff. We're also stoked that like things are kind of getting back to normal now. So, um, yeah, it should be fun. It should be a good summer. Yeah, no, that's rad. Like you talk about the, how everything's kind of not, or it's getting a little bit back to normal. How have the yeah. first two rounds been? You've been to both rounds. How, how have they been so far? I have. Yeah, it's been good. Like the crowds have been really big. The, cool. um, for the for the opener at Fox Raceway um, was the biggest crowd I believe that's what I heard I, I believe it's the biggest crowd they've ever had for a national there. Oh really? Um, so Even bigger than like 2011, 000. like that that was a yeah, big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like I, I think the number I heard was 15,000. Oh cool. Um, I, that's always kind of relative. I'm sure that flexes by a couple thousand, but yeah, um, yeah, it was was good. Like it, it seems like. You know, everybody is, is fired up to be back out there. And, like, the crowds have been super into it. Like, Colorado was epic as well. I, I don't know attendance-wise, but it, it looked rad. Okay. Um, it, the whole hillside was full. And, um, yeah, I think it's, like – and I know that, like, the athletes are stoked to have that stuff back, too, because you know how it is. Like, the outdoors are yeah. so gnarly. So, like, any little bit of in- inspiration they can get at the end of that 30-minute moto, like, if they hear people go and ape shit on the side of the track, like, that helps, man. Like that they hear that and um it's been fun we actually have been getting real into it too like our crew like we're going crazy we we like posted ourselves up after right after the finish line colorado yeah i saw that that. yeah i saw that yeah like every last ken and adam came by we were just like losing our minds it was was rad so um yeah it's been good man been been good to get back i love like I always, especially like the first couple rounds outdoors, like you've been so used to supercross all winter. Right. Like, oh, you're so psyched. Like, it's back, you know? And like by the end, you're like, oh, okay, I can't wait for supercross. But, Isn't like, that funny how that works? So, like, yeah. I, cause I'm the same way. Like, I know, like, after round eight, I'm like, dude, I'm ready for A1. And I'm hearing A1's going to be back. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really excited because I'm like, I hope that's true that A1's coming back. But it's like, it's funny how we do yeah. that. Like, eight rounds, nine rounds in a soupy, we're like ready for Hangtown or outdoors wherever it's going to be first round and then vice versa so it's yep. pretty funny how that translates but yeah. for, but for oh, you like yeah. uh, go ahead no no i was just gonna say like you just to answer your question in short it's, it's been good and i actually just i wasn't planning on going to high point but i just booked a ticket this morning so oh nice i'm, I'm, I'm headed there <laughs> heck yeah can you tell your other significant other to figure out what his plans are Oh, he doesn't ever know. I know. <laughs> He's a loose program over there. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> but for like I mentioned before, you're you're from Florida. You're living in SoCal. Yep. But before you got to SoCal, you did some cool things in, in between. Uh, looks like I learned today you did a little gig over at Walt Disney World. 
So you did, did. you did some stuff there and it looks like you might've learned <laughs> some stuff and then you ended up going over to cycle trader. So kind of talk about yeah. how you went from Walt Disney world to being a yeah. media coordinator at cycle trader. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, um, yeah, like I said, growing up in Florida, like being connected to that whole community, um, uh, uh, some, some guys that I used to race with, um, TJ Tiffany and I can't remember if Taylor McDonald was there before I was, but I think he, he was involved somehow, but, yeah, there was a stunt show at, at uh, it was at um, MGM Studios, or I think they call it Hollywood Studios now at Disney in Florida. Um, and there was like a couple supermoto bikes as part of the as part of the show. So okay. I don't know where the connection came from, but I got I went out and auditioned for it. Um, and they were it was funny like they they told me at the time there like they knew that I had a moto background, so they were super stoked because there was a jump in the show. Like it was super basic. It was like a wedge ramp to wedge ramp, like maybe. I don't know, like a 25 foot gap. Like it was nothing. Okay. Um, but it was funny cause they were always like, yeah, we get these street guys out here and like they can't jump. So like what we try and do is we find moto dudes cause they can jump with their eyes closed and then we teach them all the street shit basically. So, yeah. um, so yeah, I got the gig and then I went through like the whole, um, basically like training process and like, they taught us how to, how to, you know, I, I, dude, I didn't know how to, I'd never ridden like on street like barely at all so like i had to learn how to like break spike loose and like all that kind of stuff like kind of flat tracking through corners yeah, back and, it in and all that stuff yeah and I, yeah, yeah and there was so there was a move where you had to like you actually had to crash the bike and like oh, no. let down and slide across and then you would you'd slide through like a firewall and you'd catch on fire um holy so that wild and like <laughs> the, the whole thing was just like so out chaotic it sounds like yeah, yeah, it was rad, but um, it was unfortunately it was like a little short lived for me because I ended up I had an old knee injury from racing, and I I went down one morning we were doing warm ups and it was it was actually cool out for Florida which is like happens once a year, um, and I lost the front and I just like planted my knee and just the whole thing buckled and I was like yeah oh, so you knew right so, away anyway, yeah you knew right I had have, I had to have full like reconstructive knee surgery and. That was like a big wake up call for me, to be honest. I was kind of like, man, you need to get your shit together. Like, do you think you can like make a living like in a stunt show at Disney? Like, that's not gonna last, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I got surgery, and I, I had a, um, a a friend of a friend who was running a print shop in Orlando, and I I did a like a marketing internship for them while I was recovering. So I like couldn't even walk. Okay. But I was just like, I was like, I need to do something to put like this on my resume like i had gone to school for communications and marketing and like but i needed to get some real experience so i was like well screw it i'll just go do this i'm recovering anyway and like help out my homie with his print shop and like so and that was cool i did that for like a couple months and then in the meantime my wife was out in who she wasn't my wife at the time but who became my wife eventually yeah. um she got an opportunity to do some work out in california for a summer and then they offered her a job at the end of the summer so i was like okay. well shit I got to get to California. This is how we do it. I never thought that it would be like his chick that I was with got an opportunity, but I was like, yep, let's go. So we moved out there. Um, and then that was the same year that, so Christina Denny is an old friend who was running the cycle trader team at the time. She, she sponsored my brother and I with her. She has a, a graphic company called Roots. Yep. Um, so she's an old friend and, good friend of our families and she knew that I had moved out to California and they had just secured the cycle trader title sponsorship for their team, which it was Rock River Yamaha before. Okay. Uh, and she was like, Hey, I need someone to like 
they're like super demanding and but they were awesome. She's like, but they're just like pretty time consuming and I need someone that can like kind of manage that relationship from a marketing perspective. And then you can help me out with social and all that stuff. Cause that's what I had been doing at the print shop. Right. Um, and that's so kind of what yeah, your degree was in. So exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But then, um, and Christina was an old friend. So I was just like, yeah, this is great. So, um, that was my first, I guess you could say like official, like industry job per se. I'm doing air quotes while I speak. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so I did that and like, it was rad. It got me to the races. Like, that was my biggest goal. I was like, you know, I, and I had already like, without getting too far ahead, like I had always planned on working for the Fox brand. Like I was super close with everybody and like, they sponsored me from a super young age and like we got to know the brand and like it is it's like a family, you know, like you, you get in and then, um, yeah, it's like, that was, that was like, it was always my plan anyway, long story short. So it's okay. like, well, if I can get to California, they'll eventually come calling. <laughs> right. You're like, this is my foot in the door some, some way, yeah. somehow. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So I did the cycle trader thing. I actually, so we moved to California in 2013. I did the cycle trader thing for like a season and a half, maybe two seasons. Uh, which was awesome. Like I got to, like I got to, that's how I met Alex Martin. And like, we're still, you know, homies to this day. I tell everybody that Amart was my first guy, you know, yeah. like the first dude <laughs> um, that you like met, you like watched over him, made sure he's good. Yeah, 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 exactly. Exactly. And like, I remember his first podium, I think we we're in Oakland. I want to say like, dude, I was like, I like got tears in my eyes. I like, I was like, Oh my God, we made the podium. Like I never thought we'd get on the podium being at that team, you know, right, being a private so team. Yeah. Back, just like, dude, that's, that's a, the 250 class is gnarly. Right. Um, and yeah, so I did that for a while. And then, and then, I mean, yeah, long story short, the Fox opportunity came my way. And of course, like, you know, that was, they could have asked me to come and sweep floors here and I would have done it, you know? Right. Um, You're like, just but, get me in. Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So yeah, I got the opportunity to, I came on my, my first job here was, um, I was the athlete manager, uh, for the pro team here in the States. Okay. Um, yeah, that's, I guess, like, kind of, yeah, here we are. <laughs> so, so that's... It'll be, it'll be six years in August, actually. So. Okay, so six years in August. So I'm assuming you got put on with Fox around 2000. Because I know I started in 15 of, of June, yeah. and you were kind of, you were coming on, like, right when I got on. Um, yeah, yeah. August or September of, of 15, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so you did yeah. that. So, like, what was that, like, like first couple months in? Like, you're going to the track, and you're... 15, you would have been Kenny's guy on RCH. You would have been uh, <laughs> yeah. PC, Dunge. PC. Yeah, Dunge. PC wasn't done yeah. yet. P, or PC was 16 or 17? No, no. So, so, yeah, it's funny. When I came in, I started, and we would, we had, like, just entered. I, I remember it was, like, just the first couple weeks that I was here, and, and I was, you know, Beaker was my boss, and yeah. um, Beaks is like, yeah, we're, we're talking to PC. Like, I think we're going we're gonna to sponsor the PC team. And I was like, what? Like, that's insane. I was like, that's so sick, you know? Yeah. Uh, and, and so, yeah, that all came together and I was kind of like a fly on the wall. I mean, I wasn't, I wasn't like super involved in those negotiations or anything. That was, that was big, but, um, yeah, it was awesome. Like to be part of that onboarding of like, you know, the initial formation of that partnership. And then obviously I was at the races that first season with the team and, um, man, just like, yeah, getting to work with Mitch and the whole crew. And like, that was such a, that it was such a rad team that year. Like with, um, you know, that was really diverse. Like Tonus was there. Yeah. Like, Tonus, Martin, uh, you had, yeah, Flower, yeah you had uh, quite Austin, a few guys. Austin hadn't even come up yet. No. Like, Austin, bro, 
Hanson was there or no? What's that? Was Hanson? Hanson wasn't there yet. Oh my he, god, he no way! Yeah, yeah, he was gone. That was like that was like thirteen. <laughs> 13, yeah, yeah, 14. yeah. Hanny, Hanny is stupid sale by then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to think who else was there, but I know like Bowers, that was the year Bowers almost won, and if he didn't hurt his hand. Yep. Uh, and then uh, Aldridge was there. Yep, that that's first right. Yep. Uh, um, I think that was it. Yeah, Bowers, Bowers, Tonis. Oh, no, Sabachi. Joey, Joey, Aldridge, and AC. Okay. Yeah, five minutes. Yeah, yeah. Dang, that's uh, crazy. Time flies. Yeah, it was cool. It was cool. And yeah, those those first couple months were so insane. Like, just like walking in this place. I, I'm saying this place because I'm still sitting in the office. Um, walking in this place every day, I just like had to pinch myself, you know, like, holy shit, like I'm really working here. And um, I, I'll, I'll tell you this story, like, and this, people might call me emo or lame or whatever. But like, one thing I started doing, like when I first started working here was I made sure like, I made sure to park out front because we've got a bunch of different entrances, but like I always made sure to park out front and walk in the main entrance because I never wanted to lose sight of like where I was and what I was doing. And I, and I still do that to this day. Um, like it's just something I always kind of like you, you can never get jaded. And like, I wanted to remain like as thankful and stoked as I was the first day that I came here. Um, and, and I've, and I've tried to do that. So yeah, I, I have my days, but it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, everybody does. Right. But it's funny you yeah. say that. Cause I like, guess reps, like that's a big thing that we, we learned in rep training, not only, you know, at WPS, but when I also worked at Fox too, like that's the thing they kind of like reiterate yeah. on you is like walk through the front door, say hi to everybody. Yeah. Like don't yeah. go, don't yeah. go service door, like go front door, say hi. Like, yep. Yeah. Cause you just never know. Right. So it's, it's pretty cool yeah. that you still do that. Cause it, it translates to our world as well too. So I think walking yeah. through the front door means a lot. Cause it just shows, it almost shows respect in a sense. Like you're not going yeah. to the back door and just, you know, oh, I'm, I'm who I'm whatever, you know? So right. I, I, I respect right. that a lot. That's cool that you do that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks man. Yeah. It's uh yeah. Like I said, call me emo or whatever, but yeah, it's something I've always done and yeah, it's cool. It, it kind of like keeps me fired up, you know? So, um, so yeah, it was it was like a dream come true, and I mean, man, I, I'm so thankful for everything I've gotten to do here. And, um, uh, yeah, I've had a, a pretty a pretty wild ride like these last yeah almost six years now, and yeah, um, yeah, super super fired up. I mean, not to make it like a fox ad, but like no, you're super good. fired up to um, you know for as as we grow and like our leadership team that we've got in place now is like super exciting, and um, yeah, I'm just excited for for what we're like these next couple of years are going to be pretty pretty amazing for i think for our entire industry so i'm, yeah. I'm stoked to be that and it's yeah it's epic that's what i told someone the other day they're like how's everything going i'm like you know 22 we're doing 22 stuff right now everybody every brand's doing 22 stuff right now like it's a good time to be a part of a gear brand like that's kind of what i told them i was like it's it's one yeah. of those things to where technology is advancing product lines are growing um mm-hmm. things inside gear are getting better you know fabrics and oh, yeah. all that stuff so it's like right now is just the pinnacle i feel for us to to take that next step and i'm, I'm excited for the future so um yeah for sure. and and i think like with all these like we were talking about like all these new riders like all these people that are coming into our sport like yeah. it's on us like we talk about this like it's on us like as a as a, a marketing team like okay like how do we keep them how do we keep them around like right how do we how do we inspire more people to get on bikes and like continue this growth because um i mean you know i'm not super seasoned in the industry. I mean, I've, I've only been around, you know, less than 10 years, like even with all my other jobs. So it's like, I've never experienced 
a boom in, you know, in business. And it's like, I'm used to budget cuts, you know? Right. You're like, you're <laughs> um, waiting for that email to come through. You're like, oh, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. 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 No, so it, it's super exciting, like I said. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's rad. It's good, good stuff for sure. So you don't have to get too far apart because I do want to talk about the next step for you that from being team managed to what you did next. But before we get to there, I want to kind of yeah. hint on what you just said about keeping new or I know you're referring to the general public of keeping those guys involved in our sport. Right. But I yeah. want to ask you real quick, like what your thoughts are. We have some badass dudes coming up like in the pro yeah. level and that are very cool. um, characteristic. Um, I would say I don't know if that's the right word to use, but. Charismatic. Yeah, charismatic, I guess you would be a better one for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Dude, like, I'm excited. Like, do you think we'll be able to yeah. keep these guys how they are? Like, are we going to see, like, the rivalries? I'm hoping there's going to be some good rivalries in, that will translate into the 450s with, with Lawrence and yeah. Justin Cooper yeah. and maybe Forkner and all these guys. But I feel like there's some totally. exciting times coming for sure. Yeah, no doubt. And I think, like, like y- yes, I fully agree. Like, the 250 class is is probably the most exciting that we've seen it. But I think like before I even dive into that, like even just the new faces, I would say new, newer faces, the younger guys in the 450 class are like, if you think about like, okay, like you've got your, you've got Eli, you've got Marvin, you've got Kenny, you've got, um, you know, sort of that generation. It's like, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that like those dudes are out because none of them are, but like in the, couple years we're going to see those dudes transition out and and then it's like okay who like you've got ac and sexton and Ferrandez and like this this younger yeah like in the fourth class is bad ass dude like um so i'm really excited for that and then the convergence of when the lawrences come up when justin cooper comes up when forkner comes up like it's it's going to be really exciting And, and i think that like our sport is ready for like those young, that young generation to really like take control and like put a stick in the ground. Like, Hey, like we're the guys now. Um, I think like, I mean, honestly, it's rad to see it all happening. And, and it's cool for me too, because it's like, I worked like I worked with Adam. I didn't work with Adam at the very beginning of his 250 career, but I worked with him like, you know, midway. He had, he had so many injuries and stuff. Like when I first started working with Adam in 2016 and like, to see how much he's grown from then to now is so impressive. But what's cool is that he's the same kid. Like he's got that fun personality. Like he's like, everybody loves the kid. Like you spend five minutes with him and you're just like, Oh, like this kid's the best, you know? Um, So yeah, that, that next generation coming up is really exciting. And and I think you're right. Like the future is super bright, Um, but it's also rad to see, you know, I mean, I'm a, I, you, I, nobody has to, nobody's hiding the fact that I'm a KR guy. I've been on Team 94 for a long time. Right. Um, it's hard not to be, it, honestly. <laughs> it's hard not to be, yeah, for sure. And, like, the closer you work with him, like, the, the, he's just like, it's like family right away, you know. Yeah. And, um, man, to see what he did, even these first two nationals, is just, like, so epic. Because I don't think anybody expected that. And we're all just like, yep, that's exactly what he should be doing. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, it's, it's, it's exciting. So yeah, it's a, it's a good time to be a fan of the sport. Um, for sure. Absolutely. But yeah, I, I think to your point about the two fifties, like I'm even really, we're, we're super excited about Joe, you know, like as a, you know, shit to be the first Japanese athlete to win That's a cool. Supercross. Yeah. Like, not enough people are talking about that to be no. honest. Um, and, and like 
if you think about like the global impact of our sport because of that moment, like that's massive, you know? Um, so yeah, it's, it's exciting. There's, there's, there's so much talent coming up and I'm super pumped. Like I've gotten to like get now with my new role, like I'm, you know, working across categories, not only, but also like with not only the pro team, but with the amateur program as well. And like, mm-hmm. we've got such an exciting little crop of, Groms like between Daxton Binnick and Casey Cochran and Seth Dennis, like I'm 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 really pumped about that generation too. So it's just like the the talent pool is deep, man. <laughs> no, it's exciting times for sure, and it, it seems like the more with social media now and how yeah. how much of an impact it has. Like I hate to use that word, but it really does. It's these kids got in early. These parents got on the, the that train early, so it seems yeah. like it's going to be really good for us. I mean, to to have a sixteen year old kid like I think he's got. I'm talking about Deegan, of course. He's got I think yeah. like eight hundred thousand followers. He's sixteen years old, so and then nice. you got and then you got like Weston Pike who podium podiumed a uh, Supercross, and he's only got two hundred fifty. <laughs> so crazy, right? Yeah. yeah. So it's yeah. like you know, it's and I, nothing against Weston, but it's just like the times we live in now is insane. It's, it's, yeah. it's so driven by not only results, but also your following your marketing. So, um, no, yeah, no doubt about it. Yeah, for sure. But it's cool to see, like, especially like what the Deegans have done, like to be able to harness that audience and like yeah. create, indeed they created that on their own. Like Brian's paying out of pocket to, to, you know, pay for those filmers and, you know, create all that, like that image around them and their family. And I have so much respect for it. Like, I think it's, it's so entrepreneurial. And like, I mean, Brian's done that throughout his whole career. I mean, you look at what he did with Metal Militia too. Like, it's really, really cool. And and I think that like, um, Hayden has a, he's got a, he's got a bright future for sure. Like I I was, I've, I've been, you know, paying attention. Like I said, I've gotten a little bit more involved on the amateur side of things lately. And, um, I saw him, I saw him race at Freestone in person and like, yeah, the kid's super talented too. So it's like, you have that combination of the talent and the marketability, like every brand is looking for that. Like it, yeah. that, that's kind of the, the, the recipe to success right now. So, um, yeah, it's crazy to see the evolution because, you know, 15, 20 years ago, like all you cared about was the result sheet. And now it's like, ah, yeah, like that's important, but what else do they bring to the table? <laughs> yeah, what else you got? Cause yeah. we want to sell yeah. some merchandise. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah. no, it's, it's crazy times. Yeah, because it's like you, people don't just want to see people riding on a track anymore. Like no. it's, it's you have to tell a deeper story and create a better connection, and, and that's what like I mean that's what's so exciting about every day that I walk into work. It's like okay, like I know these dudes, but like the community doesn't. Like how do we help do that? How do we help create those images? How do we create that content? Like. It's um, it's exciting, yeah, for sure. Um, keep saying exciting. I need, I need a synonym. No, Help good. me out. I use like, Help. I use like a lot or awesome. Like and awesome are my okay. go tos. It's awesome. hey, it's, you could be worse. You could be saying um, like my buddy Andy. We did the show and he listened back. He's like, yeah. dude, you should have shut me up. I'm like, I just let you go. Like, I just let you roll with it. You were fine. So it's good times. But... Saying um, I'll just ramble. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like so you know you're gonna be 15 minutes and you're like, what the hell did yeah. I just say? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but for you, like, like I said, you came in cold turkey, thrown to the wolves. You're working with Dungey, you're working with uh, RCH. Kenny went to title. Dungey's on a Wheaties box. Like, Dude, I mean, that, that first three years had to be insane. Oh, unreal. I mean, yeah. I mean, Dunge won, Dunge won the Supercross title in 16. Yep, that's Kenny right. Kenny won the in 16. 
um, 17 was like such a crazy mix of emotions because for me, I like, I mean, Kenny, who I'm super close with at the time, you know, breaks himself off at Anaheim too. Like me and Mikey Rangel, who, who's back here at Fox, by the way, shout out to Mikey. Um, we're like in the emergency room with Kenny and Anaheim that night. And we're just like, fuck dude. Like, is this it? What just like, happened? We get- yeah. What just happened? Yeah. I mean, it was so, so gnarly. And then, like, in my personal life, I've got, like, opportunity being pitched my way to move to Europe. Um, Dunge is, like, on this championship campaign and, like, you know, wins that thing at 17 and then retires, which, like, although I can I can tell you, oh, well, we might need to do another podcast about that whole story. But, like... <laughs> I'm down. Yeah, I was, like, Dunge, Dunge won that title. And, and two weeks later, I was on a plane and we moved to Europe. Like it was, it was crazy. Like that first year and a half, really, really crazy. And like, I I regret, like one thing that I definitely wish I would have enjoyed a little bit more because I I hate to say this, but we've been on a little bit of a dry spell when it comes to titles. Yeah. No, it's it's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I wish I would have appreciated those a little bit more. Like I was just kind of like, yeah, cool. We won back-to-back Supercross. I, you know, I was part of back-to-back Supercross campaigns with Dunge in 16 and 17 and like, Kenny's outdoor title in 16 was unreal. Like that day that he clinched that thing at Buzz was just like top five days in my life. Like yeah. just so just a rad so, moment. Yeah. Yeah. Just so cool to be a part of that. And then, um, yeah, anyway, so yeah. And then, then, uh, yeah, summer of 17, um, and it had been in the works for a couple of years, a couple months, but, uh, summer of 17, my wife, my, she was my wife by then. Uh, we packed up and, uh, yeah, moved to Barcelona and, and I started on a roll with Fox Europe and, um, yeah, I was, was running the moto category for marketing over there. So yeah, just like embarked upon a whole nother adventure. So yeah, when yeah, I saw was, that uh, on Instagram, I was like, holy heck, like that's insane. <laughs> I was like, dang, what just happened? Yeah. I think that shocked I'll a lot you, of people. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you the story. Like in, in 2016, I went to a uh, motocross nations in Majora, um, okay. which, I had never been to a GP. I had I had been to motocross nations at Buzz Creek, but I had never been to one in Europe. Um, and we spent had two three epic. days. Oh, just unreal! Like, and and we had like this crazy hospitality zone that was like in the tower above the track. We could see the whole thing. Like the Fox Europe guys absolutely crushed it that year. And um, and I like so there was a there was a guy who worked at Fox at the time who's no longer with us. Um, who was, I think he was in, at the time, I think he was in charge of international. He ended up becoming one of our DMs eventually, but I basically floated to him. I was like, and my wife and I had traveled to Europe, like when, when we graduated from college a couple of years prior. So we kind of had had a taste of it. And, and I just told him, I'm like, Hey man, if there's ever an opportunity for me to come over here, like I would, I would absolutely like, you know, take it. Like, I think this is so cool. Like it would be great for my career, like blah, blah. And it was funny because I didn't think, you know, we were kind of, it was like at the after party, he was French and the team France had won and like, we're all sending it. And I, so I tell him that and I'm like, I didn't think he'd even remember. Right. And then a couple months later, he called me into his office. Uh, might've been, might've been like six months later, eight months later. He's like, Hey, remember that conversation we had in Majora? And I'm just like, Oh shit. Like, did he, he doesn't remember. <laughs> did he do something wrong? <laughs> um, and he's like, hey, you know, we've been thinking about, you know, put, bringing someone over from the States that really understands the market and, um, you know, understands the brand, someone who's been at headquarters and we think that like it would really help to have you over in Europe and, and be part of the, you know, run the moto category basically. And I was just like, 
sounds awesome. I went home, I like walked in the house and I'm like, said to my wife, like, Hey, how's your day? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, you're fucking crazy. What are you talking about? (laughs) Yeah. You're like, um, we're hopping on a plane, grab all your shit. We're leaving at the end of the month. Yeah. Yeah. And it was cool. They like, the, the company was really, really, um, was rad about it. So like, they first pitched me the opportunity. Actually, this is a funny story. They pitched me the opportunity um, just before. I can't, I'm, I'm going to mess up the story now. I don't know if they actually had pitched me the opportunity, but I think they were like, "Hey, we're going to send you over, and like you can just like meet everybody and like check it out." So they sent me over for a sales meeting that was in. It was actually in. I think it was in. February. No, it had to been January because it was right after Kenny got hurt. Um, I flew to. I flew to Europe the day, I think it was like the Monday after Anaheim 2, and then I flew back before Phoenix. <laughs> like, oh, dang. I was there for the week, um, and, and I got, got to go over there, check it out, meet everybody. Everybody was super rad. And then um, once the GP started, they sent me over for, and that would have been in like April, I want to say. Okay. Um, they sent my wife and I over. We went to the Portugal GP and went to maybe one other GP, but they were like, Hey, we're going to send you and your wife over. You can stay in Barcelona, like check it out, see if you like the city. And then like, we'll basically like talk details from there. And I'm like, okay, sweet. Um, so it was cool. They didn't just like throw me to the wolves per se. Like they, they really gave they me the, the waters. Yeah. To make sure that it was something that we wanted to do. And, um, and even at the time I didn't realize the magnitude of, of the decision that we were making. And, um, but yeah, anyway, so we signed up and went over, I want to say it was, it would have been like May or June of 17 is when, is when we went over. Yeah, I do remember it was, it was then it was before 4th of July. Cause I remember it was 4th of July. I'm in Spain. All my friends are like celebrating 4th of July. And I remember I was in the subway station and there was an Oscar Mayer wiener, um, like hot dog cart. And I was like, that's ironic because I haven't seen that yet. And that was like the most American thing ever. And here I am on 4th of July in Barcelona. Like, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> You're like, where did the time go? What just happened? Like the last two months have been a blur. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So, um, but so, yeah, it was crazy. like being at the GPs, like yeah. it's just such a different scene, you know? And um, just, just getting to see like, yeah, like the riders over there are so different. The way that the um, the way that the paddock works, I mean, like industry wise, is so different. Like I couldn't believe how much business and like negotiation and like contract meetings and stuff were happening at the races. Like that's really? where they do all their. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was really cool. I mean, yeah, I could go on for I could go on for hours as you right. can tell, but. Um, yeah, I don't know if there's like some specific you want to know about Europe. I could, I'm, I'm an open book. So <laughs> that, that's kind of what I was interested in. Like if you could take like two things from Europe and do it here and then two things from America yeah. and do it there, like, like what would, or maybe more than two things, but like, what are some things you think could benefit us that Europe does or vice versa? Um, I think that one thing that's really cool about the European is that they're, how do I say this without bumming anyone? um more transparent they're more transparent (laughs) yeah and like everybody's just like kind of like down with each other like you know the 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 riders are definitely more have like better relationships with each other um of course there's like you know there's little rivalries and like dudes who don't talk to each other but like for the most part like and i would say especially like outside of the top five it gets a little bit different 
Yeah. Um, but yeah, everybody's just like real cool and um, just it, it seems like a little bit more of like a community, like we're in this together sort of thing. Um, which I mean, no disrespect to the to the yeah, way. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Which which is which is rad. Um, I like that. I think that the um, I'll get real controversial now, but like the fact that they only do one form of racing, like you know, we have Supercross and Motocross here, and like right. Supercross, everybody knows. I don't have to. This isn't a, a deep dark secret. Supercross is more important. The teams care more. The sponsors care more. It's just there's more value in the media exposure and like everything when it comes to Supercross. Yeah, it's and then experience like, the whole nine. Yeah, and and like motocross kind of gets the shit into the stick in America, and I think that the fact that the Europeans only focus on motocross, it, I mean, we've seen it too. Like, yeah. there's a reason why the Americans have gotten their ass kicked at the motocross nations the last couple of years. Like, no disrespect to all those dudes who've been on Team USA, but like, we have not stacked up like straight up and it's because our bikes aren't developed like the euros are i mean there's tons of, of factors but right um, I, I really like the fact that they only have one discipline of racing and and they're badass like the, the riders over there have really really leveled up i would say that like if you ask rc about like those motocross nations that he raced like you know, there was the there was like the gnarly guys, but like the field wasn't as deep. Whereas yeah. now, it's, I, you take a guy like you know, I mean, shit, like I don't know, Thomas Kirilson, for example, like a rookie in the 450 class. Like he, I think he was like seven at, at Russia. I want to say like, yeah, but like he's so gnarly. Like you bring that dude over here, and like I would say that dude would would probably win. Like he'd win, he'd win outdoor national. You know. Um, yeah, it's so getting I think stacked that, like, for sure. I mean, like those guys, Prado came yeah. up and he's ripping. Like it's there's yeah. five or six guys that could win. I mean, and Hurling's proved it too. Oh, like dude. he came over in Ironman, and granted, Eli, Eli kind of had the title, but that's I still yeah. call bullshit on that. Like Hurling's came over and he <laughs> fuck, he waxed us. Like let's be real. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, I mean between him and Jeffrey and obviously Tony's a legend, you know, still competitive at this age, like that's impressive. And then, you know, Seaware, Coldenhoff, like these, you know, these Fevra, Fevra's falling ass right now. Like yeah. it's, it's gnarly. Like those guys are badass. So it was really cool. Like, I mean, it was, it was rad to be there and to like see it in person, like Jeffrey's title campaign. And what was that? 17? Yeah. Seventeen. Sure, yeah. Anyway, yeah, one. when he when he clinched it at Aston, like at his home uh, GP, like he was so gnarly that Tim had a really rough year. Like he was crashing like crazy, and he wasn't even a factor. And like to 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 be able to watch that Jeffrey do that was incredible. But then to watch the way that Tim was able to come back and and like I was I got to be really really close with him and um, being a part of his title campaign in nineteen was just like so special, you know, like everything that that kid overcame from the crashes and, you know, the off track drama and, and, and all that. Like, I, I think like he really matured a lot and, and to be able to put it together like he did in 19 was so, so impressive. So I have so much respect for that kid and, and how far he's come. It's, it's pretty rad. And to see what he did last week in Russia, I was, just, I was texting him yesterday. Like, dude, dude like, his ride he, in Russia was insane. Uh, <laughs> yeah. His ride. I mean, to get, Hunt it off the track in the first corner and then come back and win the thing is. And I'm sorry if I ruined it for anybody who hasn't watched the race, but um, 
Yeah, I mean that ride was pretty incredible. That track does not look like it was easy to pass on either. Like it's small, it's tight. Um, so yeah, yeah, he, he rode like a boss for sure. Yeah, that was awesome. I'm, I'm obviously I'm biased, you know. Right. I'm, yeah, uh, he's he's in the he's in the, the brand. Yeah, great relationship with with you know the whole HRC team over there, and um, yeah, I'm just just stoked to see them succeeding, and it's it's pretty cool. I mean between. Between the you know the first the first two for Kenny and now the way that Tim started the season, like I said, I think we're going to be in for a fun summer. <laughs> yeah, I think the the sports on the rise, the riding's good, the bikes are good, the racing's good. Um, yeah. Before we move on, real quick, like I kind of had a, a random question for you, and like I don't know how much detail you can go into, but like all of our top guys over here are in like um, either some kind of energy drink helmet. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Cooper and Kenny and Sexton and mm-hmm. AC and everybody over there. You don't really see it that much. Like Caroli's on it, but the team's sponsored by it. HRC's not sponsored by any team or any yeah. monster, you know, any energy drink. Same in America. Mm-hmm. They're not sponsored, but the guys still have it here. Is, does sure. Red Bull kind of, or those guys see more of an influence here than Europe? Like with you working over there, do the does that marketing and advertising bigger over here? Or is it just one of those things where the brands don't see the, like MXGP, they don't really see the value since there is no super cross or anything over there. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think for Red Bull specifically, like they're really, they're super tied in with KTM. So that's like yeah. a, that's a, that one makes thing. sense. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I think like Jeffrey's got a personal relationship with Red Bull, I believe. Um, but at the same time, yeah, I mean, I guess, I think HRC is really the only one that doesn't have uh, an energy drink partner where, um, honestly, like for us, it's rad because, and no disrespect to, I have great friends that work at both Red Bull and Monster, so no disrespect, guys. But um, yeah. that that is really cool for us because we're able to, you know, like I said, we've got a super long, great working relationship with the HRC team over there, and it's awesome for us because it's it's um, it's a really valuable, you know, effective way for us to be able to to showcase our production graphics on helmets, which right. you know. We've got Adam on helmets. We've got Kenny on helmets. You know, across the board, we've got tons of athletes in our helmet. Even Dax and Benick is in a Red Bull helmet, you know. So it's it's, um, it's not super – I mean, we, it is what it is. I mean, there, there's tons of value at the same time for our athletes being associated with these energy drink brands because they put so much money into marketing and exposure. And, I mean, for us to pop up in a, in a gas station with Red Bull or Monster, like, that's a huge value for us. Um but yeah, in the same token, like it's great for us to be able to showcase those those styles with the HRC team over there. So um, yeah, I don't know. I, I guess it, it probably doesn't necessarily have to do with your your question, but yeah, um, no, I, yeah, I was kind of you know interested in that because I could tell you he's a four time champion. He's a yeah. badass on a bike, but I just maybe did, you know I know a lot of our sport, and I don't mean to be like rude or anything, but a lot of our sports politics. So it's like yeah. I didn't know maybe he didn't have the relationships with anybody over there or whatever, you know, maybe his marketing team isn't as strong as say Kenny's marketing team or Adam's marketing team. Um, right. And maybe, you know, maybe guys are just has no, no personal, he doesn't want to be involved, you know, in drinks. There's, there's a lot of variables, but just, I was always curious on that because he, yeah. he's, he's a champion. So, um, yeah. that just always kind of made me curious. I was just wondering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And actually it's really cool. Uh, specific to, um, HRC and Tim, um, they've actually gotten, and I don't, I, I, yeah, they announced this a while ago. So um, actually, MIPS, our um, partner when it comes to rotational technology, has yeah. actually come in sponsor the team now. So oh, really, okay, that's cool. Uh, yeah, that, that's really cool. And like, 
we we work super closely with MIPS. Obviously, there are there are, they do the rotational management systems and all of our um, MX helmets. Yep. Um, so it's cool to see. Like, I mean, that's pretty outside the box. You know, like that's something totally different. So um, just to see, you know, that's another thing for them too. It's like they, they're able to market their product a little bit more through um, through that relationship. So um, yeah, something different. It's like, oh well. I always talk about like who's gonna be the first one to get a Chipotle helmet. Like that's right. what I want to know. Like that's we got kind of like Dunkin' got, Donuts or something. Yeah, dude, come on. Like that's Amart did that. What was, what <laughs> was that thing Amart had? It was like the peanut split. butter and jelly deal. Yeah, split. Yeah, that was cool. I was I saw him like a couple months back. We were out at Rat Train's place and we were talking about that. And I was like, dude, somebody's got to get a Chipotle helmet or like. Maybe a Coors Light helmet. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, bring back the MC Bud Light days. There we go. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I've always wondered we'll that get, too. We get on that shit. I know. I've always wondered that too. Like, why? You know, like you know, like I was. I was wondering that with a rider that just got a, a bus, and I'm like, dude, like it's crazy to me that nobody can get a free bus from somebody. Like, right. how yeah. many miles that bus is on the freeway or on going across the country? How many racers, how many races it's at, how many people it's in front of and like, yeah, can't get a free bus. Like, you know, I actually think it's funny that you bring that up. I actually want to say that Target sponsored Dungeons bus at one point. That's what I, I figured they did. I, I don't know how, yeah. like how it all worked out, but he was the only rider that had a rap bus. I don't know the details of that whole deal, but I assume that Target paid for that, which is rap. Like right. I, I think more people should do that. So yeah, cause Dungeons Target bus was sick. Yeah, that's what I'm like wondering. Like, could you imagine if you saw a Chipotle Ken Roxon bus going down the freeway? Like, how rad just would that like a, be? Do like an aluminum foil wrap and look like yeah. a big burrito? Speaker, <laughs> do your job. Get on Come that. On, Beak. <laughs> Speaking of Beaks, I know we're getting off track, but we're having fun and we're talking about yeah. just careers. And, you know, people are always asking, how do you get into this, this industry and all that stuff? This is how you do it. You kind of just take opportunities, you move to Europe or you move to Indiana from California and you hope and pray that it works out. Um, you did that. <laughs> yeah. So it's just, that's what it's about. You just move across the country. So, or across the seas, whatever, whatever you got to do to get your foot in the door, you just got to do it and you got to hope it works out. And nine out of 10 times, if you don't burn a bridge and you just be respectful people in their time, it'll yep. work out for you. Yep. Yep. No doubt. <laughs> um, but speaking of being respectful and having, you know, rad mentors and influences mm-hmm. in your life, I mean, Beek's been around for a long time. Scott Taylor, I, Scott, it's Scott Taylor, right? Uh, RC's guy. He was RC's guy. Yeah, yeah, Scott yeah. Taylor so Scott was Taylor. RC's guy. So I yeah. mean, those guys, Beek's and and those guys have been around for a long time. Like, what was it like kind of getting under their wing? Mark Finley, Brandon Peterson, like getting on oh, those man. guys' wing and kind of five years ago till now. I mean, that's it's got to be kind of rad yeah. to have those those memories and their influence. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, I was super lucky, like the, the team that was here at Fox when I first joined and, you know, uh, yeah, I guess all those guys have moved on except Finley. Finley's still holding strong, but, um, yeah, but yeah, I've been super lucky to have some amazing mentors here, um, through Fox. I mean, Beaker, Beaker was for sure like, a, a such a, a massive help to me. Like, when I first came on and like, he really took me under my wing, under his wing. And, um, really like, you know, I learned so much from that guy and, yeah. you know, just cruising the pits with him. Like those, those, especially when I first started was like, so I was just like a sponge, like learning, you know, every single time I was at the races. Um, 
and yeah, he's, he's been a, he was a, a, you know, has become, you know, a great friend. And, um, it was funny, like even when I was in Europe, like when I would travel over, I wasn't, I wouldn't stay, uh, I would never get a hotel. I would always like either stay at Beeks's place or like I would stay at Mikey's place. Like Mikey wasn't even working at Fox at the time. And Jeff Sagan is like, he's our, he heads up all of our, uh, all the merchandising for our MX category currently. Um, so yeah, it's crazy. Like we call it the Fox family, but like at the same time, it's like, yeah, those, those, all those people that I've gotten to work with, like I'm super, super thankful. And, um, Beak specifically, like, like I said, I worked so closely with him and, um, he just like always had my back. And even when I was in Europe, like it, it wasn't always easy, you know? And like, he always was there for me and like really kind of helped show me the way. So yeah, I'm super thankful for the guy. I don't think I've ever talked this nicely about him. So I should probably, yeah, I'll probably talk he's to gonna, later. He's going to call you and say, <laughs> like, is something wrong? Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, yeah. I feel bad called me earlier and I missed it. So I'll, I'll call him back and tell him I was talking nice about him on your show. There you go. Yeah. He's going to be like, who? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But exactly. like for you, like going from being the team manager to now, like you mentioned, you weren't a part of like the PC deal or any of that deal, but now like you're involved with everything. So how's that transition been? Like, how is it working? You know, we're going into contract season here shortly, getting ready for the, for the new year. Like how's that Mm -hmm. process go? How's that been for you guys? Like what's, what's something you guys look at when you're getting ready to to sign a new rider or or an extended contract? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's, super cool obviously to be involved in all that stuff and sort of like behind the scenes of how um all those things come together um so and and it's cool like it's cool to be part of this like you know we've got a we've got a really young team like in in, like internally here at fox like myself and uh, i mentioned mikey who's now like he heads up all of our our marketing on the brand side myself on the sports marketing side I mentioned Jeff Sega, like he's, he takes care of everything on the product side of things. So it's cool because like, we truly feel like, um, and, and we've been given, you know, awesome support from our leadership team. And like, they really trust our judgment and it's just cool. Cause it's like, we're getting to build the next generation of like the, the Fox athlete, you know, right. uh, store. Like we're built on such an incredible foundation of, of excellence from, you know, going back to, you know, RJ and Bradshaw in like the early days, but then obviously RC and Sue and like, so it's, it's really, it's exciting. And, and really it's, it's a blessing for us to be able to like, look back, like, okay, well that works. Like, how do we, how do we evolve from that? Like yeah, how, how do we build we, off that? Exactly. Like yeah. off this super strong foundation and like commitment to athletes that, that we have as a brand, and, you know, that's not changing um, anytime soon. So yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Like to, to, to get to, be a part of all those things. I won't say that it's easy. <laughs> no, it's never easy. I mean, like we're, um, we're at seven twenty-two your time, and you're still at the office. I'm imagining if you're, oh, yeah. if you're anything like Kenny, you were there at seven thirty this morning or eight o'clock this morning. Oh yeah, yeah, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's but it's like it's, that's how I like it. You know, it's like yeah. this is a, this is a passion. This is something that like you know on paper it's it's hard to write a job description for what we do. To be honest, and yeah. um yeah. It's, it's we live it every single day you know like I, i'm in a group text with mark finley and and jeff Sagan and like not too long ago like i can't remember what exactly it was that we were talking about but jeff Sagan wrote back and was just like you know what literally like no one cares nearly as much about the shit that we care about <laughs> like, i mean it's, yeah i mean it's like, crazy to think about it like that but it's true like you know what i mean yeah, like you're yeah. just 
when you get anxiety or stress because something went wrong or because you know you you might not be able to deliver that certain thing for that certain someone, you're like, it's almost like the world's coming to an end. But yeah. it's like, it's, sure. it's how it is because honestly, like, it sounds cliche, but these guys' life's in your hands. Like, if they don't have the yeah. right comfortable pant or the right comfortable right. glove, like, it could ruin the whole day. No doubt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And people don't um, realize that. They're like, oh, they just wear gear. It's like, no, dude, like you have no uh, idea. Like if they don't have their socks right or they're like, it's a whole ordeal. Yeah, there's so much more to it behind the scenes. And that's where I'm yeah. like, I'm super thankful. Obviously, like we talked about K-Day earlier. Yep. Matt, uh, like those guys are just like so dedicated to what they do and um, having, bringing Kenny on. It's like he's been with us since January of this year and like Mm -hmm. has been such a game changer to, you know, elevating our program and making sure that the athletes are taken care of. And it's cool because it it allows now it's like, as we, as he's getting his his feet wet and getting comfortable in the role, it's like now it's allowing me to really focus on what I need to be doing. So um, yeah, which is, which is fast, which helps you guys test stuff. Cause I remember like we were in in a race and he was like (laughs) playing with tear offs. He's like, we need to change this on the tear off and this I'm like, Dude, like that's so cool that you can go to them and say, "Hey, like this is something that we really you're not just some like some Joe Blow that does two mo- two laps and is like, "Well, this <laughs> this sucks or this, you know what I mean? You yeah, can actually give yeah. feedback and it's like you guys are yep. almost like the band of brothers, you know, it's you and Matt and Kenny and yep. Mark and like I don't know Jeff very well or I don't think I know Jeff at all, but but yeah, it just okay. seems like the crew over there is pretty rad." Yeah, it's sick, man. It, it's really it's it's a fun time to be here and um yeah, it's it's good. It's uh, it's hard to like not just keep like jocking it. Like people are probably gonna be like, "Oh, that dude's like, is like loves his job so much." It's like, ah, oh, it's pretty cool. But yeah, you're, just, you're invested in it, and like it's just yeah. you know the same with us. At, you know, with Fly, it's like we live it, and we're excited because if we didn't care, like we wouldn't do our. You know, it's like then why are we doing it? We don't make yep. enough money in this industry to not care. You know, it's like, this is our, this is our livelihood. We love it. You know, we wake up every day and we get to go to motorcycle dealerships or go to motorcycle races and it's, it's pretty cool. Um, so of course we're excited and we, we talk about it and it sounds, sounds like we have, you know, a boner for the sport or whatever, but really, and honestly, it's like, we kind of do like, it's, it's, it's fun. Absolutely. Yeah. It's cool. And, and yeah, just like I said, like just to kind of be part of, um, you know, the, the next generation, like we, you talked about, like the, the talent pool is coming up and like, it'll be really cool to look back like, you know, five, 10 years from now, like, Oh wow. Like yeah. kids that are watching on 65 at Loretta Lynn are going to be, you know, just about ready to turn pro and race their first supercross. Like that's really exciting. So, um, I've really enjoyed like getting my uh involvement like a little bit deeper into the amateur program and um we've got some cool things in the works obviously like um with loretta's coming up and all that like it's yeah. uh it's cool like we really are gonna shine a light on um on the kids more and more like you've seen like you know when we did when we announced Dax, like we did a little yeah. edit with casey it's like we're it's, it's we have a responsibility now like as we're helping trying to help grow the sport is like we want to showcase the young talent too. And and it's not just about the guys who are winning the races on Saturday nights in a football stadium. Like there's so much more to that. Yeah, Um, no, for sure. Cause like you said, Loretta's coming up and it's like, these kids are all there to race, but you still get those kids that are coming up that are like, dude, like you're so sick. You know, like kids on 65s, they're looking up to dudes on, you know, two VDFs or whatever, like, you know, the B class that have a, have a, have a following. So, I, yeah. I think that's awesome yeah. that you guys, you know, it seems like all brands across the board are trying to do that more. So I, like yeah. I said in the beginning of the show, I think that's just going to be more beneficial to our sport to keep these people invested. Totally. 
Yeah. 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 No doubt. Cool. But for you, like you're, like you said, you're going into Loretta's, you got all this stuff coming up. Like what are you most excited for going, you know, 22 gears coming out? Like how, what's the, what's the next 12 months look like for Austin Hoover? Like how, uh, like what do you guys got because i know you're wide open i know you're wide open so oh yeah wide um, open uh yeah no i'm uh, i'm i'm super pumped for loretta's like that's gonna be um we're, we're definitely putting you know more of an emphasis on that event than than we have and definitely in the past couple years yeah. um so I'm, I'm really pumped for that um i'm i'm i was just like looking at guidelines on traveling to europe i'm trying to get back to go to some gps okay uh so yeah, super pumped on that. We've, and, and yeah, like our fall launch, our, our line, we've got some exciting content. I mentioned that photo shoot uh, earlier. Um, so that'll be kind of our, that's what we did to, well, we're going to launch our season with all that content. So um, that'll be coming in the fall. And yeah, we've got some, yeah, just, just really exciting stuff. Like, you know, gear coming out and some exciting graphic stories and, you know, products in the works. Um across the board and, and then like you said man i just hope that we're back at angel stadium in january because yeah. that'll then life will really feel like it's back to normal <laughs> yeah some sort of normalcy right so you, yeah. you mentioned gps like if you had it's we're two rounds we're only two rounds in but we're two rounds of in an outdoor and we just had a 17 round supercross if we mm-hmm. had to pick a team for disnations i know you're kind Ooh. of biased but like if you had to pick a team for because we've talked about disnations a little bit we've got our ass kicked but if you yeah. had to take a team to the nations, like biased or not biased, like who do you take? Well, are we, am I picking the American team? I'm, I'm very yeah, yeah, American team. Yeah, yeah, American team. So <laughs> of course you got to take Adam. Like that's you know oh, yeah. you got to take Adam. And then uh, yeah. if like do you take Tomac or do you think he's not going to go because of his new deal? Um, wow. Same with Anderson. Do you take Anderson because he's got probably a new deal? So it's like yeah, who knows? Who, right? Like I think the only shooting really is Osborne and Adam. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think, well, I mean, Zacho, I love Zacho to death, but Zacho has not come out as strong as I would have probably. Yeah, that's true. And he, he's, I think he did announce his back problem. I think he did announce it. Yeah, yeah, he's got some issues going. So, um, Chase, man, I don't yeah, know. Chase. Yeah, honestly, like, I think, shit, I would probably do, I mean, AC shooting. He, yeah, he's for sure. Um, Even though he's a dick. Just kidding. Yeah, he is. He is. <laughs> he, he's the worst communicator in the history of cell phones. Uh, so, uh, well, he'll tell him? you that. He'll tell you that. He'll tell okay. you that he's a bad communicator. He told me like a couple weeks ago. He was like, "Dude, honestly, he's like, I've been, I've been meaning to get back to you." And he's like, "I just want you to know." He's like, "I'm calling you before I'm calling my mom," and that says a lot. <laughs> That's I'm amazing. like, okay, all right. Well, you should actually keep in touch with your mom because you're the worst. But um. <laughs> Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, you uh, take him. I think you take Chase, and then I think two fifties. Uh, I don't know who you take. Well, team manager, because if I'm the team manager, I also I'm like I, I want to build a vibe. You know, okay. like yeah, you have a good team. Um. So man, I don't know. I would. I would. I would think of yeah, Chase, Chase for sure. Like I, I've I've gotten to work with Chase. You know, a, a little bit when he was on the Geico team. Not not a ton, to be honest. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like Beaker's his manager now, so he's like, he doesn't wear Fox, but he's like kind of part of our crew now. Yeah, so whether he's, he like, he's like kind of like a shoe in. Yeah, he's kind of like a shoe in. Yeah, <laughs> whether he likes it or not. Um, yeah, he's and now he's all like he's all psyched on surfing now too, which is really funny. We got in the we got in the washing machine, me and him, like so bad. We were it was Kenny's birthday, and uh, we went surfing down in San Clemente, and like 
we tried to paddle out in this super gnarly break and like neither of us could get out. Like it was just so bad. We just came slammed into the beach. <laughs> just take dude, that's the worst when you can't get out of the way. Like I remember when we went it um and you just once you get in, like it's you can't get like those waves are not easy to get out of. I did not realize how bad it was. It's no joke. Yeah. Okay. Uh okay. Adam Sorry guys, we'll get back on track. <laughs> Adam Chase and then I mean, I would love to bring Forkner, but he's having a rough one. Yeah. Um, now he's he's my guy, but uh, yeah, I'd probably put probably put Jay Coop on the team then. Oh, um, that'd be good. Yeah, Coop. Be he's good. been strong. That's a, that's a strong team right there. I think I think that team could win. Yeah. Um, but, Coop would yeah. have been good in Aston if he didn't crash. Like he was riding really good in that. Just that weird deal. Like that was a fluke crash for him in the in the rollers, but Dude, um, he was riding uh, really good that year. Or that. Here's the thing: the team Team USA. We're, the, the key to success is you got to have Adam on the team. Once Adam's on the team, we're going to bring that trophy home. That's all go. I'm going to say. Mike and Josh. you make RC the team manager. That guy's undefeated. Oh, no disrespect to DeCoster, but you make RC the team manager, dude, game over. Dude, Unde- <laughs> un- unbeatable. Okay. He's not the GOAT for you know no reason. Take that guy, team manager, done deal. There we go. I love it. I love it. Um, <laughs> all right, so let's get back here. So we go to Europe. You're up, and then we come back. Why do we come back? Yeah. Um, I mean, I was always kind of like it was uh, – I mean, I, originally I told him, I was like, hey, like I'll, I'll, I don't want to go forever. Um, I want to go over and experience it, but then, you know, I want to come back. I want to have a role, like, back, you know, on the global team, essentially. So, um, yeah, I did I did my two years, and then it took, it took, I think, like about another six months. So I did, like, two and a half years at the end. Okay. Uh, I was just ready. I think, like, yeah. you know, my wife and I were at the point where we're like, you know, we had done it, and it was like we had experienced so much stuff, and we were kind of to the point where, like, man, if we're gonna like, I either want to go back and like kind of get back to our life in America, or like we should stay here longer. Okay. Um, and like we 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 miss our family. We miss like you know just being home. And right. um, I think for myself too, like I was ready to take the next step in my career as well. Um, so it worked out really well, like for me to come back when I did, because we, our new CEO came in about, I'd say maybe three or I'll probably butchering this, but like three or four months before I came back. And, um, he really did like a a ton of strategic work to reset our leadership team and, um, did some, yeah, I mean, he's, he's amazing. Like he's so rad and we're so stoked to have him. So I timed it really well to come back when I did. Um, from just from a like professional standpoint, and I, and like I said, I was ready to kind of take that next step in my career and get back on the global team. Like you know, being in Europe, I was a little disconnected from you know the higher level strategies and, and stuff like that. I was that you know developed out of headquarters. So yeah. um, I guess I guess I could say I was just ready to get like really back in it, um, in, in which which you know I did, and then came home, and then boom, I was home for like I think. I think we moved back like November of uh, of nineteen, so like two or three months, and then okay. COVID happened, and like the whole world changed. Right? <laughs> so yeah. So you're I'm like, really uh... glad that, we did it that way to come back and not have been like quarantined in Spain for six months. That would have been brutal. Yeah, yeah like, <laughs> like I know it was way bad over there, like Italy and all that. It was like shut down, shut down. Really gnarly. Yeah. yeah. And obviously kept in touch with all of our friends during that time over there and they were just like you guys are so lucky you got out when you did and um just just because of that so it's yeah. funny though like you know we've been back for a while now and, 
I'm like, I'm definitely missing it, especially because I haven't been able to travel over because of all the COVID stuff. So um, it'll be good once we're back to normal and I can easily hop on a plane and, you know, get to a GP for a weekend. So yeah, check it out. Uh, yeah, 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 exactly. So, so yeah, yeah it was, uh, it was time to answer your question in, uh, in short. <laughs> no, that makes sense. Like it's kind of one of those things yeah. like it's like a vacation. You like, you go there, you, you get it. And then like, everybody's like, Oh, I could have had, that should have been so amazing. It was the best time of your life. Well, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. But after two weeks, I was ready to come home. Like, right, right, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> it was cool to experience to get my feet wet and say I did it, but it's, it's just, <laughs> it wasn't somewhere I saw being home. So I, I understand where you, where you come from on that for sure. Yeah. And I mean, you know, it was a, it was a whole like the professional side is one thing, but just like on a personal level, like going over there and like, just, it was just so different. And, you yeah. know, we really like immerse ourselves in that culture and, you know, but at the same time, you miss your friends, you miss your family. Like it, it was, it was, it was time for us to get back. And um, but man, I'm just, I'm so thankful for the experience that we got to have and the relationships that I made over there. Like I would have never been able to do without living there. You know, right? Between uh, you know, team partners that we have, like um, athletes, like you know, the, our partnership with the with the Ustream, oh, they call it in front now organization, like. Um, all that stuff. Like I would have never been able to, to, you know, make those connections like I did. And, um, it definitely is like, you know, something that I'll look back on as like, kind of like, honestly, I could, might sound kind of corny, but like, just like a, a, a really pivotal moment in my career, you know? Yeah. Um, good stepping was, stone. It, yeah. Yeah. For sure. It just, it just gave me that perspective, like understanding like, okay, like as we're developing a, a content piece, like how is this going to resonate in Germany? Well, now I know that, you know what I right. mean? Like, um, and getting to know the market and like, I'm, I'm super thankful. Like our, our director of sales over there, Thomas Romsbacher, like really kind of took me under his wing. And like, I'll look at him as like, just like I talked about Beaker and Finley earlier, like a, a real mentor to me. So, um, yeah, not only like out external, um, relationships, but also like having the connection with Fox Europe and the team over there. Like yeah. those guys are um and and like it makes it easier to work with them now because like we have that personal connection versus you know we've got so many people like we've gotten a bunch of new people that work here um since covid and everything it's like they haven't even been able to travel over there yet so i'm having to like kind of help out like oh yeah like this is how you yeah, do you're just like translate like, yeah. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it's helpful on on a bunch of different levels. So yeah, cool. no, no, I mean that makes a lot of sense honestly because like when you think about it. A lot of times it's emails, but when you have that face-to-face relationship, you know, that's, it, it makes yeah. a huge difference, honestly. Um, the relationships go a long way, and I think that's why, you know, a lot of people are, like, inside sales team, out like, sales reps, like, the relationship, it's it's hard to beat that face-to-face, handshake yeah. um, kind of style relationship. So that's cool that you got that experience, and like you mentioned earlier, it's good for the resume, honestly. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So it never hurts to have that ex- experience, so... Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Kudos to you for giving it a shot. So, I mean, like, I kind of, I'm kind of the same boat as you, but not. You know, like, I'm only two thousand miles away from home. You were, <laughs> how I don't know how many miles away, but I know what you mean yeah. by when you just you you get in those ruts and you're like, man, like I really miss it and stuff like that. But yeah. luckily for yeah. us, like Nashville's rad. Um, but yeah, it's it's California is always going to be home for us. You know what I mean? But right, um, right. Yeah. I'm yeah. definitely thankful for the opportunities I've had and the things I've grown and even in my time at Fox, like I'll never ever regret that. Like that was a awesome learning experience for me. Jeff, you know, was a huge someone I needed for me to get better in my career. So like 
Jeff, right. I've told Jeff multiple times. I'm like, dude, like I needed, I needed that. You know, I, yeah. it was, it yeah. was good for me. So, um, yeah, but, for sure. but for us, <laughs> we have a segment called beach. Say what segment presented to you by JD beach. Huge shout out to JD for making this time for us. Um, he was able to lurk on your Instagram earlier today. <laughs> I had to oh, give Austin, nice. give Austin a little heads up. I was like, Hey, like there's going to be a random guy following you. Like it's JD. He's super rad. Let him come creep on your profile for a little bit. And, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding jd just kidding um but yeah so jd's got some cool races coming up he's got two races american flat track please check out check him out go root him out root him on um at jd beaches is an instagram so please go check that out and again i can't thank him enough for taking the time out of his day to help us out with this segment but austin for you he's got a couple questions and uh we'll kind of blast through these and i'll let you go we're going getting ready close to an hour and a half so i don't want to take up too much more of your time um Let's see. So for him, he said the first question would be, uh, Fox seemed like the first brand to make a full matching kit. And when I say that, head to toe, boots, helmet, the whole nine. Was uh, there any pushback at first with that idea? This was a little bit after your time, but or before you came on board, but you, they probably yeah. talked about it. Um, Beaker was probably involved with that conversation. I mean, <laughs> I would assume that was a big deal for you guys to kind of go all in on that. I think what really did it, like and and you're right it was before my time but like even i mean i've been so connected to the brand so i I think like what really did it was when we started getting really creative with the boot colors like that was and and like that was what really allowed us to like link from head to toe like you know between helmet boot um and i think like i I, there's two guys that i would say are the best at it first and foremost Reed. like he's just been He's always so particular about the head-to-toe look, and um, I think he really did a, an awesome job of defining that, like, in his early days with Shift. And um, then, you know, like, when I worked with him, it's funny because I was one of the very, like, the few people still around that, like, worked with him on the Shift brand and the Fox brand. So, okay, so yeah, um, you had turns of both. I over in 2017. Um, yeah, he was always, like, head-to-toe, head-to-toe, head-to-toe. Um, and then, and then Hanson, I mean, I think he's like, he like defines it, like the look, you yeah. know, um, the whole kid. So yeah. Yeah. I don't, again, like I, it was before my time, I guess when we like really sort of established that, but I can definitely say that like, we talk about that almost every day. Like, yeah, I know um, it's a big deal for you guys now. Like, I know that's like, a, super. like that's kind of front, front, for front, front lines. I would guess you'd say front lines. Yeah. Um, yeah. When you're looking at signing a guy, you're like, "Hey, like this is the deal. Like you get this, this, this and this." Like, yeah. So, yeah. Um, go ahead. No, that's that's all. I, yeah, I, I don't. Have, I don't have too much for that. Sorry, JD. <laughs> no, but I mean, he's right though. I mean, I know for us, like we have we have head to toe, but we don't have a full competitive boot yet um and I'm, yeah. I'm i'm not in those conversations guys so i apologize but i would imagine we're probably looking at that avenue um yeah. we are fortunate to have a good relationship with alpine star so and garnet so i don't know what what our plans are for that but um i do know you guys do do a great job with that and the kits always look good and your athletes seem really excited about it so um kudos oh, yeah. to you guys for doing that Especially when they get a custom boot, that that that's what like is cherry on top. When they know that we're not selling it, like oh yeah, yeah we just made because it, it matches the kit. That's when they're like, ooh, like, dude, I hate get- I hate when that happens as a, as a rep. Like yeah. people are like, can I get like I just had it happen last weekend for Rosha, Alpine Star posted a kit and like they're like, can we get this? I'm like, no, like that's a one off kit. They're like, what? Uh, Why? I'm like, dude, it's just it's 
sometimes the riders get you know get special benefits. It's, yeah, you go exactly. fast. You go fast on a dirt bike. You'll get special benefits too. Yeah. <laughs> now I will say I do like how I don't know whose idea it was if it was yours or Kenny's or Finley's or who, but the nine and the ninety four like on the insole and then also on the back is pretty sick. Yeah, I will that say was, that, uh, I will say it's pretty dope. That was two of our designers actually, uh, uh, Chris Applemeyer and Memo uh, Memo Sandoval. Yeah. Um, that was their idea. Yeah. And we, we started messing around with that. Like we've done some numbers on the back of the boot. Um, we did it, we did a PC boot, uh, custom one earlier in the year, matched the kit that they wore at the finale in, um, in Salt Lake. And then, um, so yeah, we've, we've been having fun with that stuff. Yeah. It's, it's pretty cool. That is rad. Like I, I know Kenny got me some stickers and I was like, I felt like the coolest kid on the block when I got those stickers because like I was, it was like me and like Barsha. I was in like the same stack as like Barsha and Tomac, and then he's like, "Here's your stickers." Yeah. I'm like, dude, I feel special. But I mean, <laughs> it's funny how like little things like that we get stupid excited over. But um, yeah, pretty less, dude. I know it's pretty cool. Now, for you guys, speaking of factory, like I know A Stars does it. Do you guys do athlete boots, or your guys is pretty much production across the board? Um, yeah, we can do. We do. We can make tweaks if we need to. Um, for the most part, though, like it's it's pretty straightforward like our our yeah. our, um our athletes are pretty satisfied with the with the production model so okay. really the only thing that we really have to do is like if guys are in between sizes because we don't do half sizes right uh, so we'll yeah we'll do like a half size if needed or um but yeah you, you'd be surprised like it's not um not as necessary as uh as you might think like we we're, we're able to run production booths the majority of the time yeah, that's I, when I looked at them. They look pretty close to production. Like A stars, you can the only way the way you can always tell is the, in, the grip on the inside. It's a different style of grip. Um, yeah, but I didn't know if you guys had anything special. If the soles were different or but that the half sizes make sense. I that does make sense. Yeah, yeah the grip thing was a that was a Reedy thing actually. Um, he wanted the full rubber on the inside just to give him a little bit more. So that is something that we can do. But uh, yeah. honestly, not since Chad, no one, no one. I don't think we do that for anybody anymore. Yeah, Chad is picky. I mean, his gloves. That guy's <laughs> gloves are like need to be in a glove hall of fame. He just knows what he wants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> True. It's, sorry, no disrespect. My bad. My bad. Uh, on average, how many sets of gear does a top guy get for practice SXMX? Um, and is that something that is agreed during contract talks, or is it kind of just winging it? Uh, we just we like operate on a standard that we want to make sure that they they look fresh every single time they hit the track. So cool. uh, yeah, for I, for Supercross, I think we do four jerseys and three pants. I think they they'll reuse like one pant during the day, and then outdoors you get you, they're putting on brand new gear every time they're on the track. So four okay. pants, four jerseys. Okay, and then probably two yeah. sets of boots, I'd imagine. Yeah, they like to rotate the boots just get, but now K Day's got his fancy boot dryers, so that's I know, actually I saw those. <laughs> He's, he, he took yeah. Big B's idea, dude, and he freaking crushed it yeah. with it. And I'm like, dude, you need to sell those. He's like, and he replies, it's so easy to make. So I want, I haven't replied to him yet, but I want to say, okay, make them then. <laughs> like, if he sold those, dude, like, imagine how many people, people are always looking for boot dryers or helmet dryers. Oh, yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's- Kenny, just throw them in a box. <laughs> Everything comes in a box like Ikea nowadays, anyways. So throw some instructions right. on there and, dude, call there it. There you the- go. Call it the K Day Express or something. I don't even know what to call it, but he needs to sell them because they're they're pretty bitching. Maybe um, we'll come up with a name for it, but it's probably not appropriate for your podcast. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. We'll keep. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep it a secret. 
That's for the next podcast. So you have to come back, people. You have to come look, listen again. There you go. Um, what is a design that almost didn't make it to market, but then was a really big hit? So, like, we always have those graphics, right, that we look at. Even if it's, I say we, like I still work there. You guys always have a graphic that you look that you look at. So they say it'd be a 180, a 360, Instinct, whatever. And you're like, I don't know about that one. Then, boom, it's a, a seller. I know we've had that a few times with Fly. You know, you look at one, you're like, I don't know. And then, boom, yeah. you're sold out of it. I'm trying to think now off the top of my head. It's funny, like, we always say, we're always like, because when you see something on a computer screen or like on a yeah, piece of paper. Yeah, it always looks different when it's printed, like when it comes in the bags. So every time like we do our, you know, like I, I mentioned earlier, like we have our, we did our fall photo shoot like a couple weeks ago and like, yeah. you know, looking at that gear on, on paper for a long time. And then that's the first time that we ever see it on athletes. And every time I'm just like, oh, you know, I like that looks way better on, on them. That looks way better on person, on, on body, you know, we say, yeah. but like, but then it's also like it's the it's the athlete like when they add like a certain personality or like sense of style to it like we, we say that like I know this is like such a cliche but we're always like we're like Kenny can make anything look good right. like he looks sick like no matter what you got the sickest bike like sick style like yeah like if you could like have a, a poop like themed kit and it would look good <laughs> you know what I mean so some kittens. I don't know. I think that, like, our design team is so sick, and, like, they're just cranking out the best stuff right now. Like, I can't really think of anything off the top of my head that was, like, yeah, that one sucks. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, uh, I guess, fortunately for us, we don't we don't really have any of those. That, that those, those never make it outside of the, you know, design. <laughs> out of the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't really think of anything like even at my time there. Like the cheetah, the the one year we had the cheat, you guys had the cheetah print in sixteen when I worked there. Like I wasn't too sure about that stuff, but it ended up doing pretty good. Um, I do. I have one. Huh? I just thought of one. You do have one. Twenty sixteen uh, Supercross. We did a what was glow in the dark. The glow in the dark. Kit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I remember, and it was a day race too. Dude. And that was hey, the funniest back- thing ever. Back to your boy, Brandon Peterson, he was like, no, because what happened is, like, I think we had some delays on, like, in, like, product delivery or something. So, like, yeah. we were actually aware a couple weeks earlier, but then, like, it wasn't going to be available for sale. So, we moved it around. And, like, finally, BT was like, we're not changing it. We picked this. We already communicated to everybody. We're not changing it. We're like, dude, it's a day rate. He's like, I don't care. We're running it. <laughs> so, so, and, you know, like, sticking to his guns. Um, and yeah, we ran day race and it was, yeah, it was, I thought it was a flop. Personally. I remember walking to shops. I'm like, you have to have this. It's sick. And they're like, it doesn't glow in the dark. I'm like, bullshit. Don't go in the dark. You just wait. I'm like, just buy it. You need it. Yeah. The boot did. I think the boot did yeah. and the helmet. You definitely didn't glow in the dark. So. <laughs> nah, those are good times for sure. Um, yeah. let's see what else JD's got for you. Uh, let's see. JD's got. All right. So, if a rider was to get a legendary fox head tattooed on them, that could easily be seen, would they be able to get a lifetime contract? <laughs> I would rather give lifetime contracts to all the fans that I see with them at the at the races. <laughs> I remember when I, dude. I remember I'd walk into a shop and they'd be so excited. Like you would think, like I was like giving them money or something. They're like, dude, look at my fox tattoo. And I'm like, yeah, sweet. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you want me to say. Like, 
Uh, I felt kind of bad, but it is what it is. Yeah. Any, no disrespect to anybody that has a fox tattoo out there. I know they're they're a global brand. Like they've been around forever. Terra firmers are what made this sport, but it's ah. just it always seemed odd to me. Like you, I guess because I'm not a tattoo guy. I don't have a tattoo at all on my body. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, no disrespect. All good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like. I think from what I heard, there is somebody that does have a lifetime contract, but I don't know if that's true or not. But I do, I have heard somebody does get paid still by Fox, or he's in Fox for the rest of his life. But again, I don't know if that's true or not. Um, well, you, you have to you have to tell me who it is that you think that. <laughs> uh, I didn't. Well, I didn't know if I could say it on the air, but yeah, I, I thought it was RC. I thought he was like uh, embedded. Uh, I mean. I think that's on that's unofficial. He does have a term on his contract, but I mean, I think that RC is here for life. So. Yeah, yeah. I, like I said, yeah. I don't know if that's We've true or not. That's what, uh, that's what I thought. Dude, I'm so stoked that he's like gotten back in shape and like it's so rad. Like we had him out in that photo shoot that I talked about. Like now I've talked about like 17 times. Yeah, um, and it's just so like man, he's back on the bike. Like he's he's in such a good spot. Like personally and like it's just it's, he's so fired up on the sport right now like and i'll i'll uh we have some really really cool things in the works with him right now so um i'm, I'm just i'm super pumped on working with him and uh yeah it's, it's just so cool that he's still um as passionate about the sport at this yeah. stage in history as he as he always has been uh, maybe more than ever honestly like um it's it's really cool to see and man he's just such a i mean epic um, you know, representative and ambassador for our brand. Like we're we're uh, we're just so stoked that he still wants to be around and still do stuff. It's, it's just really cool. So um, even though he calls me idiot all the time, it's, uh, I guess that's a good thing. I guess, it's but I give it back to him now. Yeah. I'm like, I, can I call you that? I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, it's like one of those things where like we get told as kids, right? If I didn't pick on you, it doesn't mean I don't like you. Like I've always still kind of to this day, always still yeah think about that a lot. I'm like, ah, all right, I'll, I kinda, yeah, I gotta, yeah. I'll roll with it. But okay, <laughs> so but yeah, and, and he's funny about it too. Like he'll talk about it. He'd be like, dude, I'll look at photos and like, holy shit, I was fat. Like he'll like, <laughs> he'll like talk about it. It's like I get it. like and you're just yeah. sitting there like okay, I don't know what to say right now. But okay, yeah, yeah. For um, sure. But for <laughs> you, like, is there anybody you're excited? Like I don't know how much you could talk about stuff like that. But like I kind of have a random question for you. Is there anybody excited that you're coming that's coming up that you're like, man, I hope this guy works out and you don't have to say names, but if you're, if you guys are looking at someone, you're like, man, I, I hope this works out. Like, I don't know if you guys have anybody that you really want to get on board or, um, cause I mean, like I said, I know we both work for different brands, but anyway, yeah. it's, I don't want to have that animosity at all, but is it, <laughs> I don't know how much you can talk about that. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I, I'll, I mean, I mentioned him earlier, but like, I'm, I'm super fired up on Shimoda right now. Like, yeah. I think he's, he's so good for our sport. He's just such a good kid, and so thankful for everything. And um, just the story of you know leaving his home country, like his parents not, you know, both his parents not being able to come for the full time, and right. like, it, it just shows that like dedication and belief in himself. And I think that um, to see him succeeding right now is, is really exciting. And we're really pumped on him as a brand, um, which is like we're, we're stoked to have him on the PC team. And um, I, I think that we haven't seen, you know, his full potential even quite yet. So yeah, um, he's, he's one that I'm really stoked about. And then, um, man, on our on our amateur team, there's I mentioned the three of them earlier, but Dax, Casey, and, and Seth are just like, those Gosh, kids are rad. Yeah. Um, 
Casey, Casey's really like one, he's really special. Like, um, I think he's a, he's an awesome kid with a really bright future and, um, really like such a passionate family behind him. Honestly, like all of them, like between the Bennett, the Cochran's and the Dennis's, like those ones are, um, you know, and, and those are the ones that I've gotten to be pretty close with, um, you know, over this last bit of time. So I think that Dax has got a super bright future as well. Like his style on the bike is really, really, um, like progressive and, and unique. And I think that, um, he's got such a solid foundation, you know, with the support of his family and like his relationship with KTM. So, um, I'm excited. I mean, he's kind of the next one really like, that's what I've been um, hearing. Like he's kind of like the yeah. next Voland, like kind of coming up. Yeah, the role. yeah. So exactly. Exactly. And I mean, as far as age goes, like him and, and, you know, Hunter Yoder as well. Like we've, I don't know if you've heard, but we've Hunter's back on Fox and, no, um, I heard his, the him and the Phoenix thing. Like they were trying to figure out, like he, Honda kind of when all that Amsoil thing shut down, he didn't really have a ride. And I heard Phoenix was helping yeah. him out, so I didn't know what was going on over there. Yeah, Phoenix was helping him out for a short time, and um, I don't I, honestly like the. I don't. Well, I guess we don't need to go into the background of that. But yeah, um, yeah, no, yeah he's back with us, and uh, he was out at the raceway with us this last Friday, and he's, he's he looks really good on the bike. So, cool. um, yeah, I think like I said, Loretta's is going to be really fun. Like we've got such a sick amateur team and um we're you know as we get behind really get behind it as brands like um it's just it's it's fun to see that talent coming up and um like i said definitely definitely bright futures over there um and and also too like just to touch on um the women's side of things too like that's something that we're you know increasing as far as um, you know, our roster goes is like, you know, placing emphasis on growing the sport, um, for the, for the female category and, um, you know, just, just inspiring more women to get on bikes. And, um, so we've got, uh, obviously Jordan Jarvis, you know, what she did last summer, you know, making the gate at the outdoor nationals is just like such a massive accomplishment. We're so, so proud of her and, um, being behind her. So she's had a little bit of a rough go because she, she was trying to, you know, get ready for, to race supercross this year. That was her mm-hmm. goal. And, um, she had a couple setbacks with some crashes and injuries. So unfortunately that, um, didn't really come to fruition, but she's just starting really close. She's either right about to get back on the bike or she just got back on the bike like about a week ago. Okay. Um, so she's going to make a go again at some outdoors. And then, um, so we're stoked on that. And then, uh, we've got a couple, we've got another, uh, female rider from chile named ignacio riveros okay um, yeah i think i've heard of her from kelly kelly uh i think knows andres i think he's yeah, yeah she's rad so she's she's now here in the states she's training at matt walker's place in georgia and, okay uh, she's rad like i think i think we should see big things out of her at loretta's hopefully and then um kylie stallings is another one she's training at um renard's place she's still on a super mini um and she's she's super cool too so yeah really really stoked to continue to grow like the women's side of our team and you know like i said to support you know their goals as well and you know help grow more and more women uh, in the sport and and just get get that um you know that class back where it used to be it's a bummer like how it's all evolved you know like i remember back in the day like with ashley filick and jessica patterson and tara geiger you know, they had a proper series to race here in the States and there's not really one right now, which, uh, you know, we, we really hope to see that change here in the future. So, yeah, um, Europe's got one, I believe, right? They got one. They do. Yeah. 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 They do. And, yep. Um, Courtney Duncan has like just crushed it. She's a, 
she used to be a full head to toe Fox athlete. We're still, we still work with her. She wears our boots. Um, so currently she's got yeah. a team deal. That doesn't allow her to run any of our other products, but, right. um, I'm hoping that changes. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, she won the title obviously like this last year and, um, she's badass. So yeah, just, yeah. just seeing more women succeed in sport. And, and like I said, get, get that, get that class back where it used to be would, would be awesome. And, and even beyond that, I mean, I would love to see a, a woman racing supercross like eventually. So, um, that, maybe yeah. it may you never know. Jarvis, got, she's been trying. She's definitely, yeah, yeah. There, she's, she's definitely on one of the one of the girls that i think could do it you know what i mean and then yeah. like you said these the girl from chile and stuff like there's some like they're fast like they rip yeah yeah so they're they're fast so yeah it's cool we, we're we're fully behind them as a brand and um i'm personally like i i think you know it's something that's really important for our community overall so um it's cool for sure that's yeah. that's definitely I'm excited about. It. No, that's right, and I—I I mean, like we—we we need that in our sport. We need more youth. We need more women. We—we we need everybody. Right. Everybody, come ride a motorcycle. It's therapeutic. Right. We need it. Come on in. Come on in. <laughs> Grab a chair. Um, uh, but before I let you go, uh, again, I'm sorry to take this much time or your time. I know you're still at work, so I do appreciate it. Um, thank you very much. Um, but just a random question for you. You know, it's everybody's asking. Everybody wants to know. You know, from I get asked every day, how do I get sponsored? What do I need to do? So for all the parents out there, moms, dads, you know, any advice you can give to anybody that's looking to to get involved with a uh, with a brand, you know, maybe it be Fox, maybe it be us, but any brand at all. Like what what kind of recommendation or advice you'd give to a young type trying to come up in the sport? Oh, man. I mean, I think there's a couple things. One is um, is just be yourself, be authentic. Um, I think that especially nowadays, like we talked about it earlier, like the results are important, but personality and like, um, the way that you conduct yourself off the track is also super, super important. So I think it's really, I, I, I think that like, you know, like the parents running the kids' Instagrams and that stuff, like I'm, I'm not a huge fan of that. I know it's kind of like something that has to happen in order to build the kids' images, but yeah. at the same time, like I, I'm a very i'm a straight shooter and I, I always like to you know see people for who they are and i think that like being authentic is is super super important um and and just like putting your head down and doing the work you know yeah. i think that in the amateur scene especially like there's a lot of like he said she said he gets that i don't get this you know sort of thing and it's like man i think that like nobody remembers the Loretta's results when you have the Supercross title, you know what I mean? Right. And it's like the ultimate goal is to turn pro and get there and like, you know, succeed on that level. So I think that like people get really kind of in their own way when it comes to like just getting really down into the nitty gritty of it all. And it's like, man, this is all for experience, you know, like yeah, make one relationships. Yeah. You know, be, like definitely. you said, be yourself. Yeah, it doesn't earn you a Supercross championship bonus. You know what I mean? It's like, at the end of the day, there's a much bigger goal. And I think that, like, a lot of um, those families, like, I, I guess this isn't necessarily pertaining to how I get sponsored, but I think it's how you succeed, you know? You, yeah. you, you focus on the bigger picture. Um, and, and, on, and, like, when it comes to sponsorship, and you're going to love this, I think it starts at the dealer. It starts at the dealer level. Like, yeah. where do you get your bike? You know, like, talk to them. Like, who do they have a relationship with? Like, if they're a strong fly dealer, like they're going to get you at least a discount on some fly gear, you know, yeah. or 
hopefully they come to Fox. I, you work at Fly, so. <laughs> no, no, I, mean? I get what you're saying. Like, and uh, it's, it's cool that you say that because, like, for me, like, you mentioned in the beginning of the show, like, we kind of we kind of realized at a time in our life, like, we're not going to be pro Supercross or motocross riders, right? So it's like we got to kind of look at other avenues. And I kind of right. figured that out early, and I was like, all right, well, I'm going to start doing every opportunity I can go to events and, and meet people yep. and do this and do that and just kind of be yep. myself and get myself out there. And like mm-hmm. you said, I, I did that at the dealership level. I met people, and then I became friends with the Fox rep, Josh. Huge shout out to Josh. Go. Like He was a mentor for me. He he put in a good word with Bebout, with Dyer, got me a yeah. job. And then again, he he you know moved on from Fox and went to WPS. And then uh-huh. I had the opportunity to, to go to WPS. And again, he put a good word in for me there. So it's like, like you're, everything you're saying, I'm kind of reiterating, like make those relationships because it's huge. Like, yeah, you might not be winning titles or winning Loretta's, but if you kind of make those relationships and build and get to know these people, yep. like that goes a long way in our sport. Yep. 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 It's all about relationships and, and, and how you, and how you like, um, position yourself and, yeah. you know, who you, know, and, you know, treat people with respect. And yeah, it's, it's important, man. It's a small world that we, that we work in. So. It's, yeah. It's, uh, that's the craziest thing is just, you never know. <laughs> like you never know. You never know exactly. So yeah, I, I think I think that's kind of the key to success. And um, yeah, focus focus on the on the bigger goal when it comes to the you know the amateur level and how you how you build your own brand and how you carry yourself. I think it's I think it's really important. No, that's awesome. So yeah, I agree one hundred percent. I can't say one hundred percent on the show. Sorry, Primo. I agree. Totally, I agree totally with you. Um. Uh. <laughs> so yeah. Thank you all. Dude, yeah, dude, that guy is wild. I love him to death. He's crazy. All the Scott boys are sick, honestly, though. Like, I mean, I've known Noel since I was, we talk about this all the time. I think I met Noel when I was like 14 or 15 years old. Like, those guys rule. Janolfi, Primo, they're all, they're all sick. The, the life them. lessons Noel's gives, I mean, oh. he's, it's just insane. Like, I could listen to that guy for hours. Unreal. It's, Unreal. Yeah. It's just, you need to have him on. I don't know if he's been on your I've show. I've tried. I'm trying. Like, I got Janolfi on. Janolfi was, me and Janolfi did his in his hotel room at Minio's, and, like, that was fun. Like, we had a lot of fun. Oh, sick. That's great. Uh, I'll, I'll see Noles this weekend at High Point, so I'll tell him I did it, and that he's got to do it now. Yeah, I've, I've, I've been trying to get Noles on, because I'm like, dude, if you wrote a book, if if you wrote a book, it would, he's like, I could never write a book. I could never write a book. Like, <laughs> I know. No way. Dude, people's no lives way. would be ruined if you wrote a book. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but good times. Um, anything else before I let you go? Like anything you want to shout out? Anybody? Like anything you got before I let you go? Uh, oh, yeah, man, really put me on the spot. No, I'm, I'm just uh, like I said. I'm a, I'm I'm just really fired up about like our whole industry right now. Like I, you know, it's it's a really exciting time. Like I said earlier, and yeah. Um, you know, we work at two different brands. I'm not, I've, I've never been like a, you know, brand rivalry yeah. kind of person. And I think mm-hmm. like, it's, it's really cool to see all of us succeeding right now. And I think that like, what, what's going to come out of this, of, you know, the expansion of our own community. And like, like we said earlier, like more people on their bikes. And um, it's, it's just, a, it's a really, really exciting time. And I think, uh, yeah, that's, that's like what I'm the most fired up on right now. So shout out to, uh, Shout out to all the new people riding dirt bikes and the people who have loved them for 20, 30, 40 years. And let's, let's all keep having fun. Yeah, that's that's what we're all about. We This sport is about having fun, making memories, 
living the best lives. So huge shout out to you for taking the time. Also a big shout out to our, right. our sponsors, Spot Network TV. Please check those guys out. You can download all this this uh, this podcast on their, their app. So please check those guys out. Please check out Motion Pro, uh, Bell Ray, Scott Goggles, and Works Connection. All those guys have amazing products. They're trying their best to keep up with the demand. This industry is just on the rise right now. So please be patient with not only them, but us also at Fly, you know, Austin over at Fox. Just we're all trying. We're not we're not giving you guys BS and saying shit's on back order. This is real life situations and we're doing our best. So Leave us alone. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, um, Austin. Again, thank you for the time. I really appreciate it, and uh, I would love to do another one with you after uh, maybe next year or later this year or something. But again, yeah, this has been fun. And tell Sierra, thank you. I kept you from home for another hour and a half. So thank you. (laughs) All good, man. Thanks, Justin. Hope hope all's well. Hope to see you soon, man. Yeah, sounds good, man. uh, We'll see you at one of these races. I hope. All right. Sounds good. Take care. Talk to you soon. See you. Have a good night. Later. Later.